Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to day 32 of Be Quranic, where we take short passages from the Quran daily. We extract practical lessons from it, apply it into our lives so that we can be more Quranic. Today is day 32 and the first day of a new month, the month of February in 2024. So instead of doing a new ayah, what I'd like to do today is just recap what we have done in the entire month of January. One of the things that fascinated me since I was a very young boy was the flow of ayat in the Quran. From a simple reading of the Quran, you find as if the ayat of the Quran is a jumble of everything. It just jumps from one topic to another topic to another topic, as if there is no flow. But Allah Azza wa Jal in the Quran, He makes a parable between the stars and the Quran. And he in Surah Al-Waqi'ah, He said, فَلَا أُقْسِمُ بِمَوَاقِعِ النُّجُومِ He takes an oath with the constellation of stars and He says, إِنَّهُ لَقُرْآنٌ كَرِيمٌ That this constellation of stars has, has relationship with the Qur'an. When you look at the stars at night, you find that it's a jumble of beautiful mess. It's especially if you go out into the bush where there is no artificial light and you look up, you see this beautiful constellation of stars and it's messy. It's everything everywhere. But if you were to ponder deeper, you were to invest a bit of time to learn about constellation, then you will be guided by the stars. You know that you don't get lost at night traveling in the desert without any signpost, without GPS, because you've got the stars guiding you. Suddenly you can identify the North Star. You can find where the Orion's belt is. You know how to find the Southern Cross. You get your direction. You'll be guided by the stars. It's the same with the Quran. The Quran, if you just read it, a simple cursory reading, and if you understand Arabic, you will be mesmerized by the beautiful language. But you may get lost in the transition. Why is it this chapter and then this point and then another point? But if you were to ponder deeper, then you will peel another layer of the beauty of the Qur'an. You see the beautiful structure and transition from one point to another point, and it makes complete sense. This is why when it comes to reading the Qur'an, Allah commanded us to do tilawah, which is to recite how the Prophet recited. But He also commanded us to do tadabbur. Quran. Don't you reflect deeply in the Qur'an, or have your hearts been locked? So the key to unlocking our heart and opening up to guidance is to ponder deeply in the Qur'an. You reflect over the Qur'an. You, you, you'll find beautiful transition, a beautiful way of Allah delivering a message. So that's what we're going to do today. Just look into Fatiha until ayah number 20 of Surah Al-Baqarah, which I think is a nice point for us to just stop and ponder for a bit. We see that Surah Al-Fatiha starts with Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, like every other surah in the Quran. We start in the name of Allah, we center ourselves, we purify our intention, everything we do, we do in the name of Allah, and we ask for Allah's help and guidance in every step of our life. And then he introduces himself that he is Allah, the Rahman and Rahim, the most loving, the most merciful, the most compassionate. And Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, this is a teaching of gratitude. We start our day with gratitude. People who are grateful are just happier. Who are we grateful to? He is the master of the universe, Rabbil Alameen. But Rabbil Alameen evokes fear, it evokes authority, power. 
So Allah then transitions back, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Don't worry, Allah is Rabbil Alameen, powerful, mighty, but He's also loving, caring, kind, merciful. And Maliki Yawmiddin, He is the King of Judgment Day, that our life will come to an end and everything that we do will be accounted for. So a transition between fear and hope, fear and love, back to fear. Is the ultimate relationship that we have with Allah. That we are His slaves and only Him we ask for help from. So, this first part of the surah, this first half of the surah, is introducing our master to us. He is Rabbil Alameen, He is Ar Rahman Ar Rahim. And what do we need to do? We need to enslave ourselves, obey Him, worship Him, adore Him. But it's not just about worshiping, it's not just about enslaving. Because he is a master that is Rahman and Rahim. We also ask for help from our master. And the ultimate request that we make is Ihdina Sirat al-Mustaqim. Guide us to the straight path. And he told us three types of people. You're either an'amta alayhim, people who Allah is pleased with. Or then you have people who Allah is angry at and people who are just lost. People that Allah is pleased with are the people that apply, have knowledge and apply their knowledge. People who Allah is angry at have knowledge, refuse to apply the knowledge. And people who are lost, no knowledge, but they just want to do something. They want to worship Allah, but they do not have the knowledge. So there you have the three types of people. And Answering the dua that we made in Surah Al-Fatiha, guide us through the straight path, is in Surah Al-Baqarah. Allah says, Alif Lamim, the first ayah, is an ayah of humility, a gate. If you want to be guided by the Quran, you need to pass through this gate of humility. God knows best. If we don't approach the Quran with arrogance, then Allah says, that is the book. If you want to find guidance, it is in the Quran. Hudan lil-muttaqeen, guidance for the people of taqwa. And Allah went on describing the traits of the people of Taqwa from Ayah 2 to Ayah 5. Four Ayats about the people of Taqwa and then two Ayats about the disbelievers, the Kafir, Ayah 6 and Ayah 7. And then a long discourse about the descriptions of the hypocrites of the Munafiqeen from Ayah 8 to Ayah number 20. What we see is that when it comes to the believers, they are clear and simple. They are people who believe inside and they prove it externally with their acts. The internal state and the external state is the same. They know the truth, they accept it, they apply it into their lives. The kafir, they know the truth, they bury it, refuse to accept it, refuse to do it. Clear, hence two ayat. The munafiq is tricky. They live amidst the truth. They sometimes act upon the truth when it suits them, when it makes them look good, when there's worldly gains for them. But in private, they choose not to believe. So because of this tricky situation, it's hard to identify them. Allah gave us a lengthy discourse, ayah number 8 until ayah number 20, describing the characteristics of people of Nifaq, the Munafiqeen. So when we have these traits and characteristics of the Munafiqeen, the hypocrites, it's not about us taking this list, going around and judging others. It's about reflecting into ourselves, judging ourselves, making sure that none of those characteristics are in us. We've got the list checked, check. And when we uh, when we encounter difficulties, it, it, and, and thing, and the thing is, it's not when we are calm that this that these traits would come out. It's when we are pushed to the corner. We're in a difficult situation. That's when 
all these ugly traits come out. So it's good that at the end of the day, we sit down with our Quran, with our journal of the Quran, and we reflect on our day. Did we apply the lessons of the Quran into our lives? Have we been more Qurani today? That is the mission of this program, is to start our day with the Quran, live through the day, applying the Quran, and end our day reflecting upon our actions based on the Quran. So there you have it, the flow of what we've covered so far in the month of January. Introducing who our master is, our relationship between us and our master, and the path to guidance, template of what to do and what not to do. So that is explained in the first surah, Surah Al-Fatiha, and the first 20 ayat of Surah Al-Baqarah. I hope you found something useful. I'll see you tomorrow, inshallah, with ayah 21. La ilaha illallah La ilaha